there's a lot of forms of protection and the, the, the healing work that I share in this book is a lot of it is about becoming the safe internal parent for yourself to soothe those parts of us that are in that extreme protective role. You've gotten great at divine working, but what about divine living? Welcome to the Divine Living Podcast. I'm your host, Gina DeVee. You're not alone in wanting more. And here at the Divine Living Podcast, you can expect to be part of conversations from women like us who unapologetically dream big and are obsessed with manifesting our most fabulous lives. The conversation starts now. Hello, my gorgeous. Hello from Los Angeles. I am staying at a hotel on the Sunset Strip right now, overlooking this beautiful city of angels. And I'm really, really delighted and honored to be connecting with you, my angel. Um, it, today's subject is really important. Um, I don't know anyone that hasn't experienced some kind of trauma in their life. And we know in this community that trauma can be physical trauma, sexual trauma, emotional trauma, um, you know, just people not understanding us, people not accepting us, people not seeing us, being there for us. And, you know, I think historically trauma has been categorized with some of the more dramatic scenarios. Um, and that's what it used to take to qualify a trauma. And as we all are going about our lives and working on being our best selves and evolving ourselves and, you know, really seeking our dreams, I think that we know at this point, it's not people that have manifested great things in their life. It's not because they're lucky. It's not because they're more talented. It's not because they're more deserving or more worthy or more anything. It's that they're really less resistant to their good coming to them. And the way that we open up so that our flow can come to us, that our abundance can come to us, our love can come to us, opportunities can come to us, is when we feel safe to be open, when we are feeling whole and confident in feeling worthy, in when we have like a deep belief that is naturally within us for our well-being to flow to us, when it's like that, well, of course, um, of course I'm going to have food on my table tonight. Of course, I'm going to have a roof over my head. You know, if, if you're in this community and we're fortunate enough to not be traumatized to, to the degree to, of, of having that, that belief that we deserve this, we can have this, and, and that is what is manifested. But when we've been traumatized, we create different beliefs. We create beliefs that we are unworthy. We create beliefs that the world is unsafe. We create beliefs that making money is really hard or good love, loyal love is hard to find. Um, or, you know, it takes a long time to manifest your dreams or that you can't really have what you want. 
all of these feelings that don't feel good come from some sort of traumatized place in our life. And I'm, I'm saying this and I'm focusing on this today because I've invited my dear friend Gabby Bernstein to come and be on the show and talk about her new book, which is all about healing from trauma. And I want to make sure that, that we understand in our community that it's not an all or none thing. I think some people are just like, like don't focus on it, just focus on all the positive things because if you focus on that stuff, it's going to take you down a rabbit hole of misery. And then other people kind of get stuck in the processing of over-identifying with uh, whatever the trauma has been. And I want to encourage us all to have a really healthy connection with ourselves in terms of our own healing, in terms of our own awareness, in terms of our own strength, in terms of our own overcoming and I believe, I, you know, I am a former psychotherapist. I have a master's degree in clinical psychology. I believe that there is a place for deeply understanding yourself, for making connections. I'm like, oh, that's why I think this thought. It's, it's not really even my thought. This is where I picked this up from. Or that incident that happened made me create this particular association to it that was not what God meant for it is not what was even really going on in reality, but it's like, this is the, the conditioning that we've gotten. And today is an opportunity to focus on these parts of you. You don't have to dwell on it. You don't have to stay there. You're certainly not meant to be stuck there, but to really give yourself some personalized attention. You've been through a lot, maybe even more, then you've been willing to acknowledge because I see you, you know, you, you've read the books. You're like, I'm just going to, I'm going to be positive. I'm not going to talk about it. I'm going to put it on a smile. I'm going to hope for the best. I'm going to show up again. I'm going to, whatever it is, invest in myself again, brush myself off again. Um, take the risk again, muster up the passion and the energy again. And those are, those are beautiful ways of being in the world. And sometimes just having a space to be with you, to understand you more deeply, to love you more completely, to just actually fall in love with you. All the parts of you, the parts that you wish you could change, the parts that you're not happy with, the parts that keep having you maybe have the same destructive habits, even though you know better, and the parts of you that are still dreaming, dreaming big, showing up big, keeping the faith, you know, um, doing good in the world and making your impact. So today we get to collect all of ourselves. And I think just even in that starts to heal some of the trauma when you know that you can feel safe within your own soul and within your own body, within your own relationship with yourself. And then it's my hope that some of what we've discussed here today will illumine even one more piece, one more piece of you to collect. Because, you know, the, 
what trauma does is we, we, we disconnect and we give up certain parts of ourselves. We, you know, disown the parts of ourselves where we are worthy, we are smart, we are capable, we are deserving, we are more than enough, we do have what it takes. And if you can collect even one more piece of you today, I think that would be a great day. I think it would warm your heart. I think that you get to decide and decree and declare that that might even be enough for you today. That might be the win of today. You know, part of what trauma does is it creates ways of getting significance in the world, ways of like kind of like pseudo feeling okay, ways of being accepted. And there's so much over, there's so much overeating, over drinking, overworking, overthinking, over procrastinating, you know, like there's like so much excess. And when you tell yourself that you have to do 10,000 things in a day to feel proud or feel accomplished, that's just a heavy load. It's like, it's not how you want to live your life. It's not how I'm living my life. I'm giving my per myself permission to let the little wins be as significant as the big wins. And collecting a disowned part of yourself, in my book, that's actually a big win. And I just want you to know that you're not crazy that nobody had the perfect upbringing, background, life. Nobody currently has the perfect business, career, relationship, family. Everybody's in their own way looking to survive. I want you to take it a step beyond that. Because you you know too much. You're better than that. You're not you didn't come here to survive. You came here to thrive. And thriving as a queen, and I write about this in my book, is a queen doesn't expect life to be perfect like the princess does. A queen has a wisdom about the totality of life. A queen also has a spiritual connection knowing that everything. Everything, 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 everything that's happened to you, everything that you've done to yourself, everything that didn't happen for you, every all the ways you didn't show up for yourself, all of it, God can work together for good. So whatever trauma you have experienced, know that you don't always have to feel this way. Absolute, complete and total healing is absolutely available. And it's my prayer with New York Times number one best-selling author Gabby Bernstein and her brand new book that this conversation that she and I have together will illumine just that next piece of you for you to love. Gabby Bernstein, welcome to the Divine Living Podcast. It has been a hundred years since we've seen each other and I cannot wait to dive into this masterpiece, girlfriend, masterpiece, masterpiece. 
Um, but first, I just want to say hi and welcome you to the show. It's so good to see you. And it's been so long. So I'm so happy to be in your beautiful presence and to be able to have a beautiful, deep conversation with you because we've been friends for a long time and we kind of only go to big talk and you know, that's what I love to do most. So mm -hmm. I'm here yeah. with you and excuse the sounds outside my door in my office and it is um, being cleaned for the first time in two months. So <laughs> <laughs> life life it's a, it's all good i think one of the things i'm actually loving post pandemic is how less produced everything needs to be and mm -hmm. you know, just like it, it's so much more real like your book like your book but um we will get into that shall we start out with a prayer because i know we're gonna go into a really big conversation and i just want everyone to be open-hearted and prepared and supported and spiritually connected so everyone can do the deep dive that they're meant to do yeah, I can lead a prayer that's with you if you want to. We can do mm -hmm. it together. I'll, I'll, I'll start and you can share whatever comes through you. Perfect. We can begin just by placing our hand on our heart and our other hand on our belly, whichever hand feels most soothing for you at this time. And just place that hand on the heart and the other hand on the belly. And just notice what you notice inside your body. Breathe in deeply and exhale completely. As you breathe, just give yourself full permission to allow whatever needs to come through you to come through you now. Give yourself permission to be brave enough to open up your consciousness to a deep conversation. Trust and know that you are surrounded, you are protected, you are guided and you are held. And this conversation has been brought to you at this time in a divine order because you are ready to receive it. I can turn that over to you, Gina. And dear God, we just thank you in this moment for your infinite love, the infinite peace, the infinite safety, the infinite opportunities for us all that come from you as source. And we remember in this moment how safe we are, how loved we are, all of the pieces of us. And we have so much gratitude for what's meant to come through during this time together, because we know where two or more are gathered, you are here in the midst of us. So we just pray a very special prayer and blessing over everyone listening in this moment that we may all be guided to our wholeness, our healing, and our truth. And we pray this believing, amen. Amen, thank you. Awesome, yes, yes, yes. So there's so much that we could talk about for sure, but I just wanna zero right in to this incredible gift that you are bringing forth into the world, um, who you are as a person, not that it's just about the accomplishment of the book, but having read all of your books and uh, this one as well, uh, everyone will obviously have all the links in the show notes, but uh, happy days, the guided path from trauma to profound freedom and inner peace. So the title kind of says it all, but uh, I'll, let's hear from you. Why'd you write this book now? I wrote this book now because I was able to put my face on the cover of it. 
because I had fully and truly lived the guided path from trauma to profound freedom and inner peace. And there's no way I would have been able to write this book and put my face on the cover if I wasn't there, if I wasn't in that, in that place of freedom and peace. So I, uh, I share a lot of vulnerable stories throughout this book, whether they be about addiction recovery or remembering trauma from my childhood. When I was 36 years old, I had a dream where I remembered being sexually abused as a child and all of the somatic experiences that happened to my body as a result of, of, of not having that resolved trauma and that resolved core wound all of the emotional disturbances that I carried with me and the addictive patterns and the parts of myself that I built up to protect myself. And then I share the journey of how I became free, how I showed up for the wounded parts of myself and gave them grace and became an internal parent and used therapeutic practices to restore my nervous system and my brain and my body and now with the with that presence and that ability, I can just be in this amazing moment right now to live to tell what freedom looks like. And especially right now, it's a beautiful time in the world to be speaking about trauma because everyone's facing into their own. Mm-hmm. Because we've had a lot of our protection mechanisms taken from us. Our coping mechanisms aren't working anymore. We can't run anymore. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And it'll keep coming up if we don't show up for it. <laughs> it does. It does. And I think one of the gifts of post pandemic is a lot of the, the veils and the masks have been lifted, but you know, there isn't anybody that hasn't experienced trauma. Like, no one, no one on the planet, male or female, not one human on the planet. Why don't we talk about it? Well, for many years, I don't think people were even saying what you just said. I think that it was trauma was put into a box of big T trauma. It was it was uh, the storyline that, okay, well, I can only claim that I've experienced trauma and do the work on it if I've been sexually abused or if I've had some kind of violence or if I've lived through a catastrophic event or if I've had an alcoholic parent that, that, that abused me or whatever it might've been. We've never noticed or identified the small T traumas as trauma. And not that never, I mean, in certain circles, of course, that we have, you know, in therapeutic circles and clinical spaces, but in the general dialogue, no. And now there's a new zeitgeist around this conversation of people waking up to welcoming in and being in conversation about their historical traumas, whatever they may be, big T or small T, small T being being told you were stupid or being bullied or uh, <clears throat> feeling like you were not given the emotional support that you needed. I was on a plane with a woman yesterday and she said to me, you know, I've been, um, I was brought up in a really lovely home and nice parents and was given every privilege I could have. But I only realized when I was in my forties that I never got unconditional love. And, you know, here she is now on this massive quest to undo that historical trauma. When she never even knew it was there, right. For 40 something years. In my case, I was so dissociated from my traumatic events from my childhood that I had straight up dissociated, left, like literally left the body, Mm -hmm. left, left, left that part of the storyline out until I was 36 and actually had a dream 
where I was able to remember it. Mm. You know, when we just come from this same foundation, understanding, you know, we talk a lot about in this community, every woman has a story, but that every human has a story that has trauma with it. And I think that a lot of people don't want to like deal with it, talk about it, dwell on it. They'll say that it's in the past. And yet in any given day, depending on the level of spiritual practice that we are in or committed to, we can be triggered like that. And then what do we think the triggers come from? They, all of those things that have us get distracted or off balance or angry, frustrated, resentful up at two o'clock in the morning are associated with triggers. So let's talk a little bit about like, okay, if anyone's like, look at that happened in the past, it's not like something I'm dwelling on, but I am dealing with on a regular basis, this trigger of whatever, financial anxiety, body image anxiety, love, romantic interest anxiety. Yeah. You think it's a thing of the past. It's actually a thing of the present because whatever is not resolved is still showing up in the way that we eat, in the way that we love, in the way that we work, in the way that we mow the lawn. (laughs) Everything that we do is driven by what we believe and the, the way that our nervous system responds to certain types of activation. So if it's a historical trauma around finances, then whenever there's a down in the market or a loss of a client or anything, it's just this super hyper arousal and activation and up all night. If it's something that is uh, a trauma related to a uh, insecure attachment wound as a child, you know, a parent wasn't there for you. So you have an anxious attachment style. Every time your partner doesn't return your call, you lose your shit. You don't think that it's because of the past, but it is directly because of the past experience and every experience that happened from that point forward, because every experience that happened in our life from our childhood has just been reiterating this unresolved wound and imprinting it more and imprinting it more and imprinting it more. And it's only when we become the non-judgmental witness of those triggers and the way that we react to those triggers that we can begin to even slightly open up our awareness of the traumas that we're running from. It's actually how the book begins. It begins with this practice of looking at the trigger, noticing what you're feeling in that moment, and then noticing the ways that you run from it. So for me, if I felt out of control at work, I would get super triggered. And then I would feel totally angry and rageful and afraid and anxious. And the way that I would run from that feeling would be to try to control every single thing, to try to make everybody else crazy, make everybody else fix it for me. I had to fix it. I had to be in it until it was complete. Could not be at ease until it was done. It's a very destructive way to run your business. So I have become the witness of and the carer of the parts of me that were super protector parts. And this is something I teach in the book, which is internal family systems therapy. And it's based on the premise that we've had these exiled wounds from our childhood that are little unresolved children who have had these traumas in our life. And we lock them up and we say, not, not going to ever talk to you again. Bye-bye. Get out of my way. 
And the way that we push them down and lock them up and stay away from them is by building up these protection mechanisms called protectors. And you might think of them as coping mechanisms. And some protectors could look like addiction or protectors could look like gossip or comparing or a protector could look like uh, self-judgment or self-deprecation or eating and drinking and controlling. My, I had a protector that I called knives out. Like when I felt threatened, I would just be like, you fuck with me, you are done, you know? And so there's, there's a lot of forms of protection and the, the, the healing work that I share in this book is a lot of it is about becoming the safe internal parent for yourself to soothe those parts of us that are in that extreme protective role. Such good stuff, right, my queen? Oh, so great being with Gabby always. We've been on the journey a long, long number of years now together. And I just wanted this episode to be a reminder that you're not alone in experiencing trauma and healing from trauma. And for some of us, you know, we've, we've healed those traumas and we're, we're stronger as a result. And others of us, are still in a healing process. You know, it's not a flip of a switch. It is a process. It is a journey. And I wanted to have this episode so that you really get that it's not just you and you definitely, definitely don't have to suffer in silence. And though there's certain parts of the healing journey that only we can do for ourselves as women, you know, we, um, we can meditate on our own. We can journal on our own. We can deeply, deeply reflect on our own. And we also don't need to be completely self-reliant in this department. I don't want you to suffer in silence and do it alone. You're not meant to do the surgery on yourself. I've had so many coaches and healers and spiritual teachers and practitioners that have like brought me back to my truth and, and, and really been there for me and alongside of me on the journey. And obviously Gabby has as well. So if that is a space and a place that you're in, I want to invite you to get whatever professional expert help that's going to really support you with the right person. You know, I know, especially in the business and entrepreneurial space, sometimes we don't want to be like, I don't know, taken off of our game or think that like, well, let me just like focus on making the money and I'll deal with that stuff later. Um, that's appropriate in a lot of circles because not everyone is equipped to really help you with a healing process. And I'm really grateful for my own journey that I started out with a master's in clinical psychology as a therapist and then moved into life and transformational coaching where Thousands and thousands of women now have collected the parts of themselves, owned parts of themselves that they just completely disowned or even forgot about, um, or just kind of hoped that some of the pain or the resentment or the terror would go away. And the way that I facilitate my groups at this point is to include all of the parts of you. So some people are working on healing and some people are working on grief issues and some people are working on abundance issues and some people are working on business stuff. But let me tell you, it's all healing. Um, basically what it comes down to is you're healing what I wrote about in my book, the injured feminine instinct. And so 
if there's a trauma to heal, if there's something where you're just not letting love in or letting those resentments go, I want you to know that that's welcome here. And if you are looking for a safe, high-level group to process in, to be in, and to kind of, you know, not ignore the issues, but resolve them so that you can learn to laugh and love and have fun again. I want you to check out my La Dolce Vita Mastermind. Um, we've got a link in the show notes here. And it's just a place where some women are choosing to just really evolve their own sense of self, be on the journey where they can heal, and also find the, the feminine arts of having fun and joy and pleasure and connection and community and be in relationship again also. So if that's for you, we are accepting applications through May 20th. And uh, just do yourself that favor. Go get Gabby's book and then also check out the link in the show notes. Lots of love. Oh my goodness, how much did you love, love, love this conversation? Please go ahead and take a screenshot of this episode right now. And I want you to tag me on Instagram and share with me what your biggest takeaway was. I love being in conversation with you, hearing from you, DM me, um, and I really love getting what is the one big takeaway that you got from this episode. Let me know on Instagram. 